Welcome to the Same Side Selling Podcast. I am your host, Ian Altman. Stop asking about budget. And for that matter, here are several other bad questions to ask in B2B selling situations. See, budget is one of the most misleading pieces of information you can get from a potential customer because your client often has no idea what it should cost to solve the problem to get the results that they're looking for. The notion of, I ask you, what's your budget to do this? It's the same reason why when somebody is doing a home renovation and a builder in that consumer space says, well, what's your budget? Well, there are two things going on. One is that the homeowner probably doesn't know what it should cost to do that project. And the second is that when you're asking that question, you probably have not built enough trust with that customer to earn the right to ask that question and actually expect an honest answer. So what happens is you say, well, what's your budget? And the person's thinking, well, if I tell you it's $300,000, I have a strange feeling my project's going to cost three to $400,000. And I don't wanna say, I don't know, because now I look stupid. In a business context, it's the same sort of thing. So if you ask somebody, what's your budget? They don't necessarily know what it takes to implement what it is that you're doing. And more importantly, until you've had a discussion with them about what success looks like, what the outcome is they're trying to achieve, what problem they're trying to solve, you don't know what it's going to cost yet either. If the client says, well, I need to achieve this result, that might be twice the effort and twice the value of what you normally spend because their expectations are higher than other people. Or they may set the bar lower, in which case it's less of an issue for you. These are things that you got to kind of figure out. So that's the first thing is budget, very misleading. Now people will say we have to get a sense of what it's going to cost people. I'll give you a formula for how we figure out what things are worth, which is different than someone's budget. One of the things I found interesting is that if let's say you're selling a product for $100,000, if the client says to you, if you said, what's your budget? And the client says, well, our budget is 150,000. Most sellers think, oh, good news. It's only gonna cost you 100,000. And if the client said, oh, my budget is 80,000, most sellers would go back to their boss and say, hey, we gotta cut this by $20,000, which is not the right answer because now you're selling based on what someone told you they think it might be worth rather than you actually helping them find out what in fact it is worth. If you wanna get top results for your team, take a look at the Same Side Selling Academy. Just visit samesideselling.com to learn more. Another horrible question, is who was the decision maker? This is something that people have been taught. There's a qualification model that people refer to as BANT, budget, authority, need, and timing. It's an old school method for how people try to qualify opportunities. And they think those are the four pieces of information you need to collect, budget, authority, need, and timing. So the budget one is the reason why people ask about budget. Authority comes down to, is the person you're talking to, do they have the authority to make this decision? So what people ask is, well, who's the decision maker? And the person you're asking, you may as well ask it this way. Look, the organization couldn't possibly entrust this decision to you. So who is the decision maker? It's immediately adversarial. It's something we talk about in Same Side Selling. It's just a bad question to ask. So we can't ask about budget. We can't ask who's the decision maker. Those are bad Those are bad. Options. The other mistake that I see people make often is they reach out to someone and say, hey, I see you're using this type of service. We offer a cheaper alternative to it. I get this in software development all the time. People asking about our same side selling academy and they say, oh, we have very cheap resources. We have very cheap developers. 
very inexpensive developers. The right client is never looking for the cheapest thing. They're looking for something that maybe delivers better outcomes at the same or marginally more investment. If I give you a lousy product and it was cheap, it's not a good deal. So the notion of pitching your stuff as here's our cheap service, and then you wonder why you don't get a response, it's not gonna work real well. And here's the interesting part, the people who do respond are only gonna be interested if you're the absolute cheapest, and they're probably gonna be a toxic client you don't want anyhow. So what should we do instead? Well, what we should do is we should be asking somebody when they call up, if we get an inbound request, we should say to them, oh, well, what is it that piqued your interest? What inspired you to reach out to us today? Well, I'm trying to solve this problem. And then we go through our same side quadrants. Remember the same side quadrants is our method for taking notes inside the world of same side selling. So in the upper left quadrant, we take notes about issue, namely what inspired them to reach out to you? What are they trying to solve superficially? The upper right quadrant, we take notes about impact and importance. The impact, namely what happens if you don't solve this and how important is this compared to other things on your plate? In the lower left quadrant, we take notes about the results. Namely, just because you spend money with us doesn't mean we are successful. What would we measure together six months down the road to ensure that we all consider this a success? I want to make sure we can hold each other accountable. In the lower right quadrant, we take notes about others impacted. Namely, who else should we include in this process to make sure that we have the right outcome? When we start ac accessing that type of information, having those discussions, it becomes clear what the value is. If someone's trying to solve a problem and the impact is a million dollars a year, then your $100,000 solution is going to seem like a pretty reasonable investment to solve that million dollar problem. And if they realize that the impact of their problem is only a $50,000 problem, then your $100,000 is probably out of whack. And if someone said to you, oh, well, our budget is not $100,000, our budget is only $80,000. If you had that information, you could say, well, so if it was $100,000 and you felt confident it would solve that million dollar problem, would that not be worth it? Now we're having a discussion about value. When it comes to the decision maker, instead of asking who's the decision maker, if I ask, well, who else would have a strong opinion about how this is impacting the organization? Who else would have a strong opinion about how we measure results and success? That'll give us insight into who else needs to be involved and it gives us better ideas. And then if we're measuring success, then we can start having conversations about, well, if we could help achieve a better result or better outcome, would that be worth investing a little bit more? And what would you need to see to be comfortable that you'd get a better result with us than with somebody else? See, no one likes to feel like you're asking about the decision maker. Your client doesn't wanna have an uncomfortable conversation about the budget. And let's face it, if they don't get the right outcome, it's not a good deal. So rely on the same side quadrants, rely on the same side selling methodology to uncover what what's truly important for your clients and prospects. So next time, instead of asking what's your budget, instead of saying we're the cheapest, instead of asking who's the decision maker, we wanna rely on the same side quadrants to understand instead of budget, what's the impact of not solving it? Instead of I have a cheaper solution, what does success look like? And if we can achieve a better success, would that be worth a higher investment? And ultimately, we wanna make sure that we're focused on the right result and outcome. And if we ask questions about who's instrumental in delivering that, we'll find out who needs to be involved in the entire process, not just the decision. If this is helpful, just please share it, like it. Anything that you do that gives a positive impact that could help us share with other people, that would be great. If there's a topic you'd like me to address, just drop me a note to ian at ianaltman.com. I'll see you next week on the Same Side Selling Podcast. So long.